What's up, junkies? I feel like I should be playing like some somber music here as I begin <laughs> this show. But really, uh, so we are alive. Yeah. The three of us are still kicking and screaming. Um, there's your movie reference right off the top there, Scott. Um, <laughs> we're alive. We're breathing. Uh, I think Jared was the one that tweeted that the sun rose the next day. We all kind of <laughs> talked. Uh, I felt bad for Jared. He was the enemy, like in between Scott and myself. I remember standing in the front yard after Jared got off the phone with you, Scott. And I was just like, Blaine freaking Gabbert. Oh. This is it. <laughs> Blaine <laughs> oh, Gabbert. I did love that the world was against us. I did love that. Oh, I know. I wish we, I wish Blaine could have just stuck it to him, but it was I, I. Usually, I watch these games with so much emotion, and I'm standing and I'm screaming at the TV. And it was fourteen nothing before I could even get the juice <laughs> off. And I was just like, "We're doomed. We're doomed." When I knew the day was really doomed was when the Broncos made it five points. <laughs> they go for two, and Case Keenum throws a pick two the other way, which is as fluky of a play as it gets. Now, just after that, I just knew we were. We were looking like we were getting real sadsies faces that, at the end of the night. Ooh, there's the drop. Hashtag nice sadsies. That's hashtag sadsies. I oh. should have dropped that in the tweet on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I obviously everyone asks. I'm sure Scott has told the story a thousand times, and now to other people, with the benefit of hindsight, like you look back, the Cole Beasley butt catch in the end zone, oh. pair that with to scott's point and and i told him this on sunday night i said i'd have been really sick if that would have been the swing game chargers and then uh browns did get it done for us and then to to scott's point sequencing in the uh in the colts game was just not good that's not that team is not built to be down 14 nothing they got the catalyst that they needed with the pick six to go 14 seven and then just gave it right back with the uh dory jackson Muff punt stuffed oh. it in the end zone, and that was, yeah. That, sorry, I'm pouring salt in all the wounds here, but that's. <laughs> no, we we had a blast. It was a great season. Uh, I mean, we of course have to say thank you to Scott. I, I would echo everything we said in the last podcast, saying thank you to all the listeners. It's been been awesome. But the fun's but, only uh, just begun. Oh, the yeah. fun is just starting. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be on the Seattle Seahawks on Saturday or what? Oh my <laughs> goodness! You know it. It, it, I was going back through my spreadsheet today, well, actually on Monday, and it was the first Seattle loss we had all year, and it was just an absolute killer. Um, yeah, we're going to be back on Seattle on Sunday, <laughs> or Saturday night while we're in Vegas. It's absolute lock city. I just can't wait to, to get out there as long as the uh, the front sentiment of Seattle comes to play. and I mean, Zeke tore them up in the first game of the season but they could only muster 13 points, and that was pre-Amari Cooper. So just got to get just gotta get that front seven ready to go stop Zeke, and then they're, they're going to be just fine against that team. And give me Russell Wilson over Dak Prescott in the playoffs all freaking day. All day, all day. Um, all right, so you want me to talk, Micah, do you want me to talk about the what? contest real quick? Well, I was going to say, who's going to make the impulse buy and buy like all the Seahawks gear at the airport? <laughs> like the lids or something. There's got to be a lids at one of those. I know there's one in Orlando, but. Uh, well, Jerry and I were talking. 
we wanted to buy uh, tickets to uh, Russell Wilson Charity Golf Tournament with the winnings this year. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not the, the grand prize that we're using the money, <laughs> money for. So it'd be a lot more uh, conceivable and realistic purchase to fly, fly to Seattle play golf with Russell Wilson if we were taking home seven figs. We might have been able to be a partner in his uh, Portland baseball team. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, you guys could have been Sierra. best friends forever. And then you could have maybe hit balls with him in the New York Yankees or something. Since Is he still a part of that organization? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'll be interested to see what Kyler Murray does, speaking of that. But yeah, so um, I guess <sighs> I didn't do the introductions. I'll do that since I kind of jumped right into it. And then, uh, Jared, you can going to the contest so once again this is michael larson the long forgotten producer without me <laughs> folks um i i i just want to i just want to plug that in there without me we're not on the air okay <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna lay it to you thick and heavy here uh, you would be having to follow these two lunatics individually and i do just from now on i'm gonna make jared tweet with a j afterwards so that when he says these just stupid things to people that i can come back and say hey look wasn't me. But then once again, that's Jared Larson and then the one, the only Scott Panza uh, on the podcast. This is Pigskin Junkies is what we do. Uh, playoff football time. Only one more college football game. I know Jerry will probably hit on that real quick. So, But we don't want to keep Scott busy for too long here, so we'll, we'll keep it quick. Yeah, so we got the contest rolling. I made a nice run, and then uh, George Bulldogs let me down last night. So quick update on the standings. There is one game remaining. It is the national championship game between Clemson and Alabama. So if you are inside, if you're at 28 points or greater, be sure to log in and uh, make your selection. The tiebreaker is the total in that game. Um, this guy told us his name, and now I can't stink and remember it. Lep- Lepian? Lepine? <laughs> he said he's not from he Louisiana, right? Us, he actually tweeted us, said how to pronounce his name, and I... And not even being respectful enough to this guy to figure it out before the show. So I apologize again. He did say he lives in San Diego, originally from like upstate New York, I think. Yeah, he's definitely not not from Louisiana. Not Louisiana. (laughs) I told Mike that I think on Christmas Day we were laughing pretty hard about it. (laughs) Bug, uh, Bug, he's got 34 points. Bugman in second with 33. Blee, third, tied for third with 31. Longtime listener, friend of the show, Pat. O'Donnell, 31. Uh, Kirk Kramer and myself tied at 30. So, um, again, three points for the championship game. Make sure you log in there. Uh, We'll be giving out those free plays uh, as well as the radio hit on next week's show. Uh, I will be posting a play if it uh, it gets there. Um, Probably going to be Clemson. Would love to get a seven. We'll see if it gets there or not. But, uh, I think Clemson has a decent chance at, uh, at actually winning this game outright. So take the points. It was a great contest. Had a lot of fun, uh, a lot of participation, which is, of course, great to get everybody involved and a little bit of smack talk on Twitter, which is always uh, always fun. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, that's the college season. Uh, we'll, put a, we'll put a bow on that. The pro season, of course, as the whole playoffs left. I haven't really been able to find anything that's good from a contest perspective um i've really been looking and at this point it's wednesday and the game start on saturday and we're flying to vegas and got a bunch of stuff going on on friday so uh it's not likely that we'll have any type of contest uh maybe we'll do a super bowl squares or or something like that with the listeners but um tbd so but but obviously stay tuned uh we will be doing a preview show for every round of the playoffs 
um, talking games, picking games. Um, so I will move ahead to Scotty. We want to talk. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to the uh, Mr. Director John Murray at the Westgate uh, for shouting us out on the uh, Behind the Bets podcast today. Uh, he, looking forward to meeting John this weekend. Actually, John gave me way too much credit for Scott's picks because we were emailing back and forth, and he thought that I somehow hadn't had anything to do other than a consultative role with those picks. But uh, we'll take it. It's a fun podcast, fully endorsed by uh, by myself. But uh, Scotty, what? Sorry, Mr. Do we Director, you're on my shit on, list. I'm coming for yeah, you. <laughs> the producer completely omitted from the conversation. <laughs> so he, yeah. Just a little snippet because these guys obviously listen to it. Talks about me way too much, mispronounces Scott's name, <laughs> and then and then completely omits Micah. Granted, you are not on the no, email that's chain, fair. so you can't crush him too hard. But but uh, if you're DMing him, normally you look at the people's page, and literally my handle is in there, and so is yours. And no, your handle is even. Was, oh. It was an actual email. It was an actual uh, email. Okay, okay. I'll let it slide. Yeah, back. saying like Still congratulations. Now they always say I'm congratulations. How many people can't say panza. They always say panza. <laughs> Sounds more it. Italian. Panza. Yeah. yeah. I get I Mika know. all the time too, and I don't understand where the k comes from. I just I don't understand. I mean, dude, if I yeah, if I had a dollar for every time I was Jerry at Starbucks, I mean, I'd probably be a trillionaire at this point. I'm like, whatever, man. Just don't mess up my order. You can put <laughs> ass. You can put asshole in the cup if you want. Just make it right, please. <laughs> All right, Scotty. Let's let's give people a little preview. And I think, against my my uh, better judgment, maybe we'll do a periscope uh, this weekend. But you, the listeners, can definitely Ooh. catch you on VSIN. So, oh, talk yeah. a little bit about the about the schedule. Yeah. So on Friday, give a listen to VSIN. I'll be on with Brent Musburger. I'll be talking about the Super Contest. I'm sure I'll be talking about the weekend games. Preview for the weekend. You know what's coming. Seattle Saturday night take the Seattle it's coming there's no doubt about it it's going to happen heard a really crazy stat today about dogs under three points in the wild card round or or home favorite home favorites under a field goal are like 15 and like 35 against the spread in like wow. I forget the time period something insane like that and you have three of three of them this weekend so I'm all on board on Seattle, and the next game is I'm all over the Ravens. I actually think in Vegas I'll be betting Ravens to go to the Super Bowl, checking out the odds there. I don't think anyone wants to play the Ravens right now. I know as a Pats fan, I don't want to see them coming into Foxborough the following week, so I'm really hoping that Houston can get the win on Saturday. But Ravens, watch out. I think they're going to the to the ship and then just get trounced by the, the Saints, and it'll be an ugly one. But uh, the Sunday I like night the Saints are good. I like them a lot. Sunday, uh, and then since 2013, I think there hasn't been a team that's been a non one or two seed to make the Super Bowl um, since uh, the the Ravens did it a few years ago when they uh, beat the Pats that year. I remember because I was there and. Talk about being sadsies. There's nothing worse than seeing the team <laughs> get beat by 14 points in zero degree weather, and you're freezing your nuts off. Hey, but it was Ray Lewis. Did you at least did you at least have some hot cocoa? 
or something? Uh, I think I uh, defrosted by the time we got to the diner on our way back to Connecticut. I was with my dad, and he's like, <laughs> I'm never doing this with you again, not to mention all the money I lost on the game. So it was just a, a terrible night all the way around. <laughs> um, yeah. Whew, disaster. But we'll be we'll be all over the Ravens. We'll be all over the Seahawks this weekend. The other two games, I haven't I haven't decided. Jared, do you have a lean? Uh, I think I like Indy, and I'm trying to not be beholden to what I saw on Sunday night. But they looked very very crisp on offense. I was quite impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they'll be able to move it. I definitely do not trust Bill O'Brien. Really haven't all season. Um, I think they've significantly outperformed their expectation uh, with wins. So I'm, I will probably be on the Colts. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I'll definitely be on the Colts in that game because we'll be in Vegas and I'll have something down on it. I just don't know if I'm going to make it an official selection or not. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I really like the Bears. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't. I'm with Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, dude. I mean, I think he is going to con- convert third and fours, third and sixes, third and sevens all day long on the Eagles' defense. Uh, and I think there's way too much respect for what the Eagles have been able to do in the last, let's call it, 10 to 11 months. Um, and as a consequence, that line is, is undervalued. Yeah, if Napoleon Dynamite is banged up and not able to move around in the pocket, uh, that Bears D-line is no joke. And obviously, Dynamite? That's a joke, Jared. He looks like, that's what Nick Foles looks like. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Well, I'm not that stupid, sorry. (laughs) I I thought the joke would uh, at least register as someone. You really never thought he looks exactly like the guy? No. All right, I'm running a poll on the Twitter after this gets posted, and I'm going to figure it out. Perfect. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, Bart Scott. <laughs> all-timer. It's an all-timer. And then I'm with Scott. I like the Ravens. Um, these are all leans, of course. Nothing has been finalized as of yet. But uh, still got to listen to some, uh, some podcasts. And some pods, see what's cooking. But these are these are initial leans. I, I mean, at home, Ravens offense is tailor-made for this time of the year, this time of the season. San Diego in weather and San Diego 10 a.m. body clock. I mean, yeah, west to like east, all, all the, the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just, I, and you know what? And the Chargers are just getting pounded. I, I, don't, I don't get it because didn't the Ravens just beat these guys in L.A. Yep. in a must win for them a couple weeks ago? Uh, I don't know. I must be missing something. But yep. see, spin cycle, Phillip Rivers with all of his kids that he has is used to waking up so early so it's like a, like it's like it's east coast time so he's going for a full football team he'll have his 10th child it's honestly 10 unbelievable. plus him 10 plus him is a football team like Cromarty, i mean just come on take care of it and then uh and then saturday yeah so saturday we will pick up mr director on the podcast said it's a, a quote novelty check i much prefer the uh Happy Gilmore style. <laughs> oh my goodness! Check. Uh, maybe we'll take it home with us. Although I don't Should know how it's going to work it? on the airplane. I don't know. How are we going to get it home? 
How you gonna, how's anybody going to get home? That's going to be a fragile, a fragile bag. How, how boss of a move would that be? You walk on the airplane with a huge cardboard <laughs> check for 400K. No. Like, oh. yeah, man, what's up? Yeah, I won this today. I'm you got to do home. first class and then buy it its own seat and just like seat belt it in there. <laughs> now that's, that's, that's called whipping it out and just putting it on the table and saying, here it is. It's folks. true. This is true. That would be fun. So, yeah, stay tuned. We'll have a lot more stuff. A lot more content. We just wanted to uh, debrief on on what's cooking this weekend, so people can pay attention. Yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> actually, Jared, you want to hit on something real quick? A lot of people commented it before the weekend about the the hedge strategy going into the weekend. You wanted to touch on what we were thinking and what we didn't end up executing at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, I'll, I'll say a couple things because uh, first of all, all of you trolls on Twitter. Uh, can suck guy. farts <laughs> can can suck farts because if you don't think that Scott and I looked at this from every possible angle on Saturday night once the picks were released you are out of your skull every possible way we looked at it we said the longer this game we have a lead we have a one point lead over uh, Rush we have a two and a half point lead over this other pack of three people what are the scenarios let's talk about it let's talk it through we said the longer that this contest plays out, the better off we'll be, right? So we want to continue to ride this thing out before we hedge any potential hedging situation. And then the second thing is, and I'll get to this here in a second, what are the logistics of hedging? Uh, so sit in our seats. We are, uh, after the 1 o'clock games, we win Buffalo. We, we lead um, the field still by one point. We would have to go one. So between Team Cleveland and Personal Gourmet, one of those two had eliminated themselves after we won Buffalo by the fat by a function of them being heads up in the Washington versus Philadelphia game. Ultimately, Personal Gourmet wound up winning Washington. Excuse me, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, I won't mention the butt catch again from Cole Beasley. So you have to think of it and say, okay, we have four games left. They have to go four and zero in their remaining four, and we would have to go one and three in our remaining four, and we would lose by a half a point. Now, remember, we'll have that Sunday night game. Uh, I'm of the opinion that the probability of that happening is very, very, very low. Um, now, of course, it happened, so you can't ignore any of that. Uh, but you also have to look at the situation to say the time frame between. The time the one o'clock games got over and the four o'clock game started is the same roughly as when the 4.30 games got over and when the night game started. It's about 45 minutes. Uh, I have a newsflash for all the people that made this comment on Twitter. Getting a quarter of a million dollars down on one game is not an easy thing to do. Uh, very simply said, you can't just call up Westgate and say, hey, it's me, it's Jared, I'm in first place. Why don't you let me bet on credit a quarter of a million bucks? Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. I think Scott and I both would have liked to have uh, some some money the other way. It, but unfortunately, Scott lives in Connecticut. I live in Florida, neither of which of those states allow legal sports betting. Uh, and as a consequence, we just weren't able to get the amount of hedge uh, that we had hoped for. But again, logistically, um, it's very difficult to do. Now, what I would say and what I think we learned was I read the article from Dave Tooley yesterday that said that personal gourmet was in Vegas on Sunday looking to potentially head. So I think if, if we could do it all over again, 
no regrets, obviously. But uh, if we if there were anything, I would say we we'd probably be on site on Sunday, uh, and would have raised some cash prior, um, looking to make a little bit larger of a bet. But again, we had at at some point you have to make a decision and and stick with it, and um, we went with the process that we had that had gotten us there. I say we, Scott and I talked about it and felt felt comfortable where we were and it it obviously you know bounced bounced against us but that was a really long-winded answer to a short question scott but i think giving an idea of people or two people of the complexity of what's going on and the time pressure is is unique because it's easy to say in hindsight i think also we're looking to identify is if there was a game say we were on exactly what happened between personal gourmet and rush Personal Gourmet was on Chicago, Rush was on Minnesota. If we had an instance like that, we would have been in Atlantic City the next day. We had a, a, a sports book willing to lay credit for us to bet on these games, and we would have been all over something like that. But all of our games were pretty much independent. We had common games with a bunch of guys. In fact, every guy chasing us, we had at least one or two games that were common plays. So those were essentially blockers, especially against like a third place guy. So we just thought that, you know, like Jared said, we had to go one in three in the night in the four thirty and beyond slate to to not win. And that's exactly on top of those guys not losing any games. And on top of them going, you know, perfecto and you know, we just didn't think that was gonna happen. We were I was you know, I was ready to be risk on, and we had a lot of confidence in the picks, and we went risk on, and we risked it, and it didn't really fall our way. Um, in hindsight, I think I would have liked to be on, and Jared and I, we were talking about it, we would have just been six-figure bets on the Rams and the Chiefs because they were the most common plays, and probably after all that was said and done, we would have been on the Colts in some capacity the line had just moved so far against us yeah you know it, there wasn't any value to get there you'd have to bet money line and then you're laying you know one minus 170 so you're not getting a ton of value unless you can get a, get a yeah. credit line well as i say and i even looked at a couple of minus three options i think it would have been yeah money line colts would have been like minus 190 and minus three colts so to buy it back down would have been something like minus 160 so again it's just not and and you try i mean so i've uh, i read andy duke's book thinking in bets which is a great book for any gambler uh, i'm of the opinion because what you don't want to do is you don't what's called resulting so the plinko chip fall, fell into this slot this time that doesn't mean that you necessarily made the wrong decision and i feel like we went into it eyes wide open. We knew all the variables. We looked at what the options were. We made the decision based on what the outcomes were. And then you have to live with it. I mean, that's not, I don't want to make it sound like this is fun or easy or any of that stuff. But, and, and what I've, I think I've said it to Scott a couple times. We knew exactly why we were making the decision we were making. So what happens is if it bounces, if the unlikely event happens, you draw yourself back to this is why we made the decision. If you get the opportunity to do it again, would you change anything? And I think we found some things, but again, we made the choice. We made the decision at at four, whatever, four ten, that yep. this is the move we're going to make. And then again, I, I think we were a little hamstrung uh, for the for the evening game, um, unfortunately. But it's how the okay. it's how the cookie crumbles. Still, uh, it's still a very uh, enjoyable payday. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's what 
it, it's and it, that's the tough I've said this to a couple people like the tough perspective is you were in first place so you tasted it but I think when we were registering in the summertime if someone would have told us hey you're going to make multi six figures from this contest you're going to take second place like or tie for second you're signing up for that immediately yeah I mean it's um, it's so it's all it's it's perspective and we had a I know Scott has a blast doing it uh, we have Mike and I I mean I don't want to speak for you guys I suppose but I have a ton of fun <laughs> doing this but uh, yeah and it's it's funny I mean I, I tweeted that thing out about Holgerson today and was getting interaction on Twitter I mean that's that's the stuff that that we love doing so um, happy that this has given us the platform to do that yeah Holgerson Jared more money and I think a longer contract than what West Virginia was willing to cough up, and Will Greer leaving. I mean, you kind of are like, all right, you know, everyone well, that was good is gone. Isn't Houston in the same conference as UConn? Yes, and UCF and USF. So, and Cincinnati and Temple. These these are all my thoughts as well. Yeah, which I mean, whatever. If you want to make more money, I'm I'm not going to begrudge you. But I and just... Ed Oliver's gone. But Houston has talent. They just. That... Right, but we've you see the the groundwork has been laid. An undefeated team from that conference is not going to the national cha- national playoff or to the college football playoff. Excuse me. West Virginia is never going to the playoff either. Realignment is that the thought? Is it what? Like, is there going to be more conference realignment? Why aren't they in the Big Twelve? Uh, they could be potentially, um, and maybe that's what he's angling for. And I think I said it earlier on Twitter. I just feel like that's a lot to risk for a quote maybe. But I also uh, one thing I did not do is check the years left, the money, all that stuff. But I can't believe I got to believe West Virginia's paying them was paying them then. On a on a happy note, and this will be so I'm going to say this, you guys will have a reaction, and then I'm going to close this out. Hugh Jackson is interviewing for the Vikings OC job. Holy shit! It's happening. He's going to Zimmer because this is all a big boys club, is what I've learned. Yeah. Is all these guys get new jobs. Oh, you're going to be the offensive line coach making, what, 400K a year because you coached with Mike Zimmer back in you know, <laughs> 1995. It's just insanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love, you know, with all the, the coach firings this past week, there's some really hot narratives out there on the Twitter sphere about why these guys are getting fired and how it's too short a leash. They must not have watched these football games. <laughs> religiously watched football this season. The guys who got fired, all their teams underperformed. They never closed games. They made awful decisions throughout the year. And this is a very bottom line business. It's not what the narrative that people are trying to make it sound like. These guys are just bad coaches and they weren't working out. There's plenty got and frankly, there's so many bad coaches in the NFL. It's just like kind of baffling. But there's just <laughs> bad owners in the NFL. So you know that's why this stuff happens, and that's why cream rises to the the top, like the New England Patriots every year, because they have great leadership. And certain teams just have crappy leadership, and that's why they get stuck with. That's why Rex Ryan, after he failed with the Jets, gets a five year deal for thirty five mil with the Bills in last what one season. <laughs> owners are stupid. <laughs> owners, yeah, I was gonna say really good at one thing, but not good making at money and blowing team. money, baby. I yeah. just want to see my man David Tepper blow up Carolina. I can't wait to see it happen. <laughs> he 
I, apparently Ron Rivera is going to stay there. I don't really get it, but he's going to make some changes there, and I can't wait to see what they look like in a few years because I guarantee you they're going to be a top franchise in the NFL. That guy is way too smart to not lead that team to glory eventually. He's going to – yeah, I mean, I, I think your uh, your buddy Lombardi was saying some stuff about that. I think it's systemic for a lot of these guys. I mean, Wilkes in Arizona, not ready to be a head coach, like incompetent. Vance Joseph – Incompetent, not ready to be a, a head coach. But then some of these guys, Jets with Bulls, uh, who else got fired? Dirk Cutter. I mean, how was Dirk he Cutter? A Tam- I mean, yeah, how, how did I forget about them? Well, but look, I mean, Tampa over Miami. Over, over just incompetent. Miami. So, I mean, like, I think Mikey even said it on Sunday night. He's like, the same seven organizations are constantly changing coaches. Yeah. That's an organizational issue, not, not necessarily yeah. a coach issue. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see where Adam Gase ends up. I he'll I land on his feet staying, somewhere. I think he's going to stay in division with the Jets potentially. Ooh, if ooh. they don't land McCarthy, I'm really curious to see where some of these guys end up. I think McDaniel's is going to be gone. I actually think Flores is going to be gone as well. I think Flores might end up in Arizona. Who did I? Peter Schreger, I read earlier today said uh, no. Albert Breer said uh, he thinks McDaniel's going to Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you go to Green Bay and not go to Indianapolis last year? What? How do you like? You don't have to deal with Ursay. I guess that's fair. Imagine dealing with that nut job all the time. It would be painful. <laughs> you imagine that. living in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, that's. Just, uh, we are just in Wisconsin. We are at uh, beautiful Spring Straits. It was gorgeous. They have a great beer. I can't remember the name, but at Spotted Cow. That's different Spotted though. Cow. That's and like eating brats all the time. It sounds yeah, like you, that's only how Mike far from Milwaukee. Brats. Oh, the brats! It's an hour, it's an you, hour from Milwaukee. You get, a, you get a couple pars in you, and then you scarf down a brat. You're ready to go <laughs> get some birds. <laughs> wow! Six spotted cows and two brats, and it's chirp time. Ooh! So good... I'm gonna wrap it up with this. So we'll we'll definitely do a periscope. We'll maybe do something. Uh, when we're actually putting the pics in, we have to. We I'll have put a, to. I'll put a camera in everyone's face, and then you can see my beautiful face afterwards. I guess you people have never seen us, so get yeah. ready. So well, they see we, are, we have a yeah, we have profile picture. Yeah, it's not is uh, is us, and then and they saw Scott on Visa at uh, Betting Cross America. Me, hopefully. me in the flesh is going to just absolutely rock some people's world. We got to change the uh, they're gonna be like, picture. They're going to be yeah, – I was going to say, we, gotta, we have it's to, get, we have to make check. a new Twitter picture this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Everyone with the, the check. check we tried to get some polos in, but uh, everyone said we can't do that in a day. So we tried. Uh, but that's going to do it. We are going to be in Vegas. We'll get on the line. We'll post some live videos, maybe take some questions, all that fun jazz. It's going to be fun. This is our first time attempting it. So let's do it. If you're in Vegas, also let us know. So once again, Michael, Michael Larson. got us. There's one guy on Twitter, one of our trolls. Don't tweet us, pal. Keep grinding those uh, email subs. It's noble work you're doing, pal. <laughs> Make sure you figure out what Ovaltine is, buddy. Uh, yeah. I'm Michael Larson. <laughs> That's Jared Larson. That's D. Scott Panza. We're going to be in Vegas this weekend. If you're there, hit us up. If not, tweet it. Watch us on Periscope. We're out of here, junkies. See ya. See ya. Suck the taint. <laughs>